Hi, and welcome to this podcast from Living Well Services at St Wilfred's Hospice in Chichester. In this episode, we will be looking at anxiety and panic, which are common symptoms associated with breathlessness caused by illness or disease. We do recommend that you listen to the first three episodes in order first, as they will provide you with background knowledge and with the breathing control technique upon which the other techniques we explore will build. Our main aim is to get you breathing a little easier and feeling calmer and better able to cope with any breathing difficulties you may be experiencing. Breathing is fundamental to being alive. We breathe continuously all day and night, and it is a vital function of our bodies. When our breathing feels restricted, it is uncomfortable, and it is easy for a panic sensation to kick in. This feeling is completely understandable and totally natural. The idea of being unable to breathe interferes directly with our sense of safety and self-preservation. When you have an illness or disease which causes breathlessness, you may be faced with this sensation on a frequent basis. You may feel short of breath to some extent all the time. Unsurprisingly, this can cause anxiety. So let's explore anxiety and panic in greater depth. We will look at signs and symptoms of anxiety to help you identify when it is starting to build and to help you better understand sensations you may experience. We will also look at common triggers of anxiety and we will look at the process which occurs when anxiety starts to spiral out of control and into panic. We will then look at a technique which can help to break the cycle of panic or better still, to prevent you from reaching the panic stage. First of all, let's look at the symptoms of anxiety. The difficult thing with some of the symptoms is that they can mimic more serious conditions, which can lead people to feel more panicked. Sometimes people end up phoning for an ambulance because of what they think is happening. If you do experience any worrying symptoms, please do speak to a healthcare professional about them so that you can be assessed and more serious clinical conditions can be ruled out. Symptoms of anxiety include physical feelings and psychological ones too. Some people experience the sensation of a racing heart. As adrenaline is released into your system, this naturally raises the heart rate. If you have become short of breath after exerting yourself, then your heart rate will already be raised. Sometimes with anxiety, you become more conscious of this sensation. Some people become very aware of their heart racing. Another symptom of anxiety which can lead people to be very concerned is chest pain. For some people, sharp pains in the chest are a symptom of their anxiety. If you are experiencing chest pain though, do seek medical advice. Sometimes people experience a feeling of weakness or of feeling faint or dizzy. If your breathing becomes rapid and shallow, which it tends to do with breathlessness, or if you are starting to panic, then you may experience some muscle fatigue and lightheadedness. As you manage to slow your breathing down, these sensations should resolve. In some people, anxiety can cause tingling or a sensation of numbness in the hands and fingers. Some people start to feel sweaty or clammy, or to experience chills. 
As the anxiety builds and escalates towards panic, you may become increasingly conscious of difficulty breathing, which in turn leads to further anxiety and panic. It is a vicious cycle, and this is what we need to break, or better still, prevent from occurring in the first place. With this process can come a feeling of a loss of control, as the breathing gets more rapid and there is an increasing sensation of not being able to get enough air in. This is naturally a frightening sensation. Some people describe feeling a sense of impending doom. It appears to come from the pit of the stomach, and there is a sense that something is not right. Learning to recognise the symptoms you experience can help you to identify when anxiety first starts to develop. The sooner you are able to identify what is happening in your mind and body, the quicker you can act and put strategies into place using the tools and techniques that you will learn throughout this series of podcasts. Learning to identify the things which cause you to feel breathless or anxious can be a very helpful part of this process. Let's start with physical and physiological causes of breathlessness. The most obvious one is physical exertion. Getting short of breath on exertion is normal and happens to even the fittest of individuals. However, everyone has different limits and it is important to know what you are capable of and what your limits are. This may be in terms of how far you can walk, how fast you can move or whether particular movements trigger an increase in breathlessness for you, such as bending or reaching out for something. Muscle weakness and fatigue can also lead to shortness of breath, simply because everything you do is more of an effort. This is one reason why people with an illness which may not directly involve their heart, lungs or respiratory system can still experience increased breathlessness. With cancer, for example, often the loss of muscle mass and appetite result in generalised weakness, meaning that everything becomes more of a physical effort. There are also a number of things which go on around us, which we may or may not have any degree of control over, but which can be triggers of breathlessness and anxiety. Weather can have a direct impact on breathlessness, with extremes of hot or cold being typically difficult. A light breeze may feel nice, but for people with breathlessness, a strong wind can feel as if it takes your breath away. Steam can also be challenging. For many people with breathlessness, being in a steamy environment, such as the bathroom whilst taking a shower or bath, can be uncomfortable and stifling. Water coming down directly over the head can also be difficult, so you may prefer to have a strip wash or to shower with the bathroom door open to prevent the build-up of steam. Aerosols can be difficult and may cause you to feel breathless or they may trigger a cough. Sometimes it is not just the spray droplets which are the problem. Strong scents such as perfume can be a trigger for breathlessness too. Similarly, allergens like pollen and other particles in the air such as dust or smoke can be very aggravating. One aspect of the environment, which also overlaps into the psychological triggers of breathlessness and anxiety, are crowds. Being in a crowded environment can be a stressful trigger for some people. 
Sometimes even just thinking about it, the anticipation of an event such as a party can be a source of stress. Other psychological triggers of breathlessness include stress and frustration, which may or may not be due to your condition. You may feel frustrated by the things which are now a struggle to do, or aspects of your medical condition and care may be a source of stress, but there may be other things going on which trigger an episode of breathlessness or anxiety, such as personal issues with family, friends or finances, or something like a cold call on the phone, or something upsetting on the news. Being emotional and tearful can be directly disruptive to the breathing pattern, and can cause anxious feelings, either directly because of what has upset you, or indirectly through the disruption to your breathing. Having a good level of self-awareness about what your triggers are can help you to prevent anxiety and panic from setting in. It may mean avoiding particular situations or environments, or going out when the weather is too hot, cold or windy. Sometimes things cannot be avoided, or you will be missing out on things which are important to you. In these situations, it can be about preparation. You can psychologically prepare yourself so that these things won't then take you by surprise. You can have a plan of action for what you will do to cope. The technique I will teach you now is called the calming hand. The idea behind it is that you can use your own hand as a prompt to remember what to do in a situation where you may feel anxious or experience a sense of loss of control over your breathing. On our website, we have an image of the calming hand with a prompt written on each finger, which you can print out. But for now, I'm going to get you to make your own. For this, you will need a sheet of paper or card, a pen and a right hand. You can use your hand or somebody else's. Draw around it. So long as it looks reasonably hand-like, has five digits and is fairly big, that's fine. Now I will talk you through each of the five steps, which the fingers represent, and I will tell you what to write on each one. The first step is recognition. So write the word recognition on the thumb. This is about recognising how you are feeling and what is happening in your mind and body. But it is also about recognising that you can take control of your breathing. You can slow your breathing down and calm your mind. The second step is a breath out. When you are tense, you are probably holding your breath or at least taking sharp, shallow breaths. You need to empty your lungs of the stale air so you can breathe in fresh air. This is also a sigh of relief that you can now take control. So write the words, breathe out, on the index finger. Now that you have breathed all that air out, you can fill your lungs. So now is the time to take a long, slow, gentle breath in. Write the words breathe in on the middle finger. Next is another breath out, but this one is a soft blow as we have practiced in the previous episodes. Do a soft blow as if you are trying to get the flame of a candle to flicker gently. Write the words, 
gentle breath out on the ring finger. Then, the little finger reminds you to relax your body and release the tension you are probably still holding. Sometimes, though, when someone tells you to relax, it is hard to do and it may even make you tense up more. What can actually help, though, as strange as this may sound, is to initially increase the tension and then release. So, when you reach the fifth finger of the calming hand, you stretch your hand out with as much vigour as you can and then release. Hopefully, you will not only feel your hand relax, but all the tension from your neck and shoulder down should release. If you are unable to stretch out your hand, try shrugging your shoulder. On the little finger of the calming hand you have made, write the words, stretch hand and relax. Or you can write, shrug shoulder, if this method works better for you. I encourage you at first to try following all of the instructions in order because it is only through trial and practice that you will know whether this technique may be helpful to you. However, this technique does not have to be used rigidly and in order. The whole concept behind it is that it acts as a prompt to help you restore a more efficient, comfortable, relaxed and calm breathing pattern and stops you from panicking. If you want to start with the stretch hand prompt, that's fine. If you find yourself skipping that part and just focusing on the breathing, if that works for you, then that's fine. Once you have run through all of the instructions, you can now continue to focus on those gentle in and out breaths. It may take time, perhaps several minutes, to really slow your breathing down. Trying to instantly achieve a slow pattern of breaths will not work you will need to gradually lengthen your in and out breaths, slowing your breathing rate down until it is slow and gentle and feels more relaxed. As with all of these techniques, it is good to practice this when you are feeling okay anyway. The more familiar you can get yourself with it, the more useful it will be to you at a time of need. Ideally, it will become automatic and you will no longer need the prompt sheet Looking at your own hand or just running through the five steps will be enough. Before we finish, let's run through the calming hand once together. Take a look at the piece of paper you have written the prompts out on. Don't worry if you haven't been able to do that. Just look at your hand or visualise the five fingers as I talk you through the five steps. Look at your thumb or the one you have drawn. Imagine you have been feeling anxious or breathless and give yourself some reassurance that there is a reason for this but that you can take control of your breathing. Now look at the index finger and have a sigh of relief. You can take control now. Move on to the middle finger and take a long, slow, gentle breath in. Then look at the ring finger and blow out softly through lightly pursed lips. Now look at the little finger. Stretch out your hand or shrug your shoulder and then release. 
Then go back to the gentle in and out breaths, focusing on the image of the candle. On each outward breath, blowing softly as if to get the flame to flicker. Then, on each inward breath, allowing the air to flow back in gently to fill your lungs, as if smelling the scent of roses in a garden. We hope you have found this podcast interesting, helpful and reassuring. If you would like to find out more about us and what we do, and for further information and resources, please visit our website, which you will find using our initials at stwh.co.uk. Thanks for listening, and please join us again for the next podcast. Thank you.